0: And a big good afternoon to you, Uh, Big Life Conversation coming right up. Thank you to Tiny Tim for handing over the baton to us for the next couple of hours. And a quick check of your weather, 13.8 currently in good old uh, Box Hill town and the city I do believe. Maximum of 15 is expected overnight, low of 9 degrees. Rug up people, 7 minutes past 4, Big Life Conversation coming right up. Big good afternoon to you, Big Life Conversation, Barbara, Nicole, Jacinta in the studio with you right through to 6 o'clock tonight and we are so happy to be with you and we are very happy to be welcoming back our wonderful colleague Barbara from her amazing travels, (laughs) little jet centre that she is. Welcome
1: back, Barb. Thank you, guys, and it was nice to be able to tune into you from downtown London and downtown. Oh, London. you! <laughs> we're a global show. What That's so insane. global. And downtown global Hamburg, sh- I think as
2: well. Yeah, oh, we're well, <laughs> Hamburg and London. Yeah, well, so- we've been everywhere, mate. Yeah, we we've have. been with you
0: on we your have. travels, and it is lovely to see you back. And just give us a quick rundown on how good it was.
1: Well, as you know, <laughs> it's fantastic fun but it can be very
0: exhausting
1: yeah. and the older one gets the more tired old I older <laughs> I must admit it was like the first time I went in my 20s and I was yes younger and fitter and probably trimmer, and doing the old backpacking thing yeah um, I was traveling with a friend Jackie hello if you're listening dear friend Jackie and um she is a seasoned traveler she and her late partner um traveled for about 10 been traveling overseas for 10 years and so she was wow. full of these wonderful travel tips which yes. I may go into yes. at, at another time but Good. um and uh, so she sort of got me organized or well, pretty well uh, managed to, um, but yeah. So just all sorts of things that um, I hadn't really thought of about, you know, fr- keeping your hands free, taking a backpack, having a you know little um, bag, you know, a little uh, bag across your um, uh, your shoulder, across, across your body, body bag, a that's cross the word, body you. travel bag, yes, yes exactly. there is the um, one to, you know, to grab your pass, put your passport and so on and so forth. Just all this sort of stuff. So um, yeah, and um, just trying to keep healthy too while you're traveling because it's important to eat well, as you know, and to yeah, uh, your, your liquids up, not not necessarily alcoholic ones either. So no. No. Um, yeah. So all of that, but look, it's, it's a treat, and people say stop complaining. It's a real treat to be able to go overseas. Yeah. Um, even though I was flying cattle class, and even though I'd,
0: I was I was, was pretty <laughs> long <laughs> haul. It is it's it's a long when you're like,
1: over there in England and, um, yes. and in Europe. Oh, I mean, I'd love to go to Australia, but it's too far away. And I said, "Well, it's worth the trip. Maybe you can break the journey." But um, yeah, that's yeah, t- I do
2: break the journey. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Lucky Singapore if you can do that. Yeah, um, yeah.
1: But it, well, I was uh, particularly annoyed when my friend told me that um, she'd been privileged enough to travel in first class where they have showers on occasion. (laughs) I thought, what? Special. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, was, I had to control myself from oh, um, assaulting her physically. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but, uh, yeah, no, look, it was, it's, as I say, it's, it's a treat. It's a good time to go to that part of the world because the weather is still um, not too warm, not too cold before winter hits. Yes. Winter. yes. That's right. And you need to do your research about these things too, guys, because you think, oh, great, a cheap fare to so-and-so, only to realise when you get there you're stuck in the monsoon season. That's why the fare was cheap. So you need to do your homework oh, all this sort yeah, of stuff. And some sure. people who are not seasoned travellers might not be aware of that. And I'll tell you about what got up my nose a little bit later. <gasps> um, <laughs> and uh, anyway, but it's, it's lovely to be back. Thanks, guys. And um, yeah, we are uh, we're very fortunate to um, to be able to travel after COVID, of course, as well. So yeah, things, we are. Things That's have got a lot more pricey, but anyway,
0: it's um, oh yeah, yes, Oof. it's worth the effort. But, yeah, but thank you. And um, yeah, great to be back. Great to be great to have you back. That's really good. And it'd be lovely to hear some of those travel tips because great it is really true. So awesome. you know, the more people travel, they do. You, you know, it's a matter of necessity in a way because you've got to make things easier for yourself. You've got to think of your security and all those things to conserve your energy and your money and everything. So there's some really good tips out there and it would be lovely to hear them too. Yes, exactly. Especially for those who are dreaming of travelling but i able to at this <laughs> juncture oh, yeah.
2: not quite uh, at this moment a little ticket win yeah. or <laughs> yeah, something like that Just well. putting it out there now yeah.
0: <laughs> first class here we come this <laughs> yes. yes, maybe maybe not <laughs> well it is wonderful and we will talk about all of that throughout the show also coming up we have two wonderful guests now our mm. first guest is this is second time around for the lovely <laughs> Rayanne V Vincent, um, colleague of mine, uh, good friend and author of a lovely book, that she has penned. Um, she's a woman of many talents. Is Rayanne my wonderful Wellhalla? It's about the gold mining town of Wellhalla, and it is beautiful. And I'd like her to come in. Well, she, I had offered, and she accepted for her to call in, and we couldn't quite get the technology working. No, uh, and so, I believe we've had it's that gremlin two.
2: exercised from the studio. E- exercised
0: is what I believe has <laughs> happened. We <laughs> exorcised. exorcised. Um, yes. So let's hope that that mm. continues. Um, so, Rayanne will join us and. Barbara, you've also got a great guest for yes, us. Yes, I'm
1: looking forward to speaking to artist Liz White, who is currently involved with the exhibition, a free exhibition, down at um, one of our favourite uh, venues, the uh, Town Hall Gallery in Hawthorne. And this is called Healing. And she's one of four artists, I believe, um, who are presenting some really interesting works uh, which uh, really deal with the subject of uh, artist therapy for the viewer and for the creator. So uh, looking forward to having a chat to her.
0: Yeah, that's a, a really interesting perspective to be talking about in terms of art, Um, and I think that sounds wonderful. I'm really looking forward to hearing from Liz. That's coming up after uh, 5 o'clock today. 4.30, we'll be speaking with Rayanne Vincent uh, first. Now, guys, you know, I just think we might as well get this over and done with.
2: Yeah, can we rip off the (laughs) band-aid? Rip off the
0: band-aid. We have to talk about the voice. We have to talk about – I mean, just – I don't know. I'm really – Disappointed. You're the voice try and understand him. Yeah, really, try and understand. A lot of our country people yeah. did yeah. not understand him and or I, anyone. And and you know, I, I think one of the things is I think I, I think as the prime minister, whoever the prime minister is, we know who he is, but whoever, whatever side of the political fence mm-hmm. you are on, doesn't matter if someone has has. You know, won the election based on one of the things that he promised was to um, to actually have the referendum. Well, then, can can you just imagine? Because as everyone's sort of, you know, trailing through the remnants of everything that happened, they're going, "Oh well, you know, he shouldn't have done it." Well, if he had of, if he had of promised it, which he did, and mm. then pull back on it. Yeah. Can you imagine he's what people he did, would be saying if
1: he didn't? Wasn't he really? Uh, yeah,
0: yes. I'm not saying that the yes campaign was run particularly well. I don't think it was. I think some people who had mastered the dark arts actually got uh, yes <laughs> had the advantage there. Yes, yeah, <laughs> the dark arts. <laughs> that's right. So, but you know, it's all very well and good now to say, well, what's the government going to do? Exactly. So, exactly, and um, I think and it's significant no just into
1: that uh, a lot of Indigenous people, I think it's, it's yeah. been described as a week of morning. Mourning, yes, um, I was going to mention yeah. that, yeah. Um, yeah, after this, so, uh, yeah.
2: There's certainly been lots of media about the different helplines that are out there. Yes. yes. Um, the different support uh, lines that are out there for people that are feeling a little bit bereft yes. and uh, a bit surprised, given that, you know, well, if that was an election promise and we we voted in that particular leader, then it's quite interesting that we don't get those same votes. Different different voting, I think, mm. which was really, I think, yeah. um, a surprise for many of us a as surprise. well. And it was quite concentrated that yeses were around the city areas mm. and the yep. country areas were very no. Mm. So the campaign obviously had some variations with the communication and the um, conversation and the clarity of that conversation in all areas. In so. all areas,
0: that's right. <clears throat> and, and of course, we—it's important that we note that we are not representing the views of three WBC as we have this conversation. Exactly. If these are our views exactly. or our observations. Um, and one of those for me was regarding the. I mean, it did become—it did fall down on in political lines. It did become mm. quite quite divided in that way. And, and one thing I would say, um, the the opposition did. Um, yeah, you know, formally state that they were voting no. There were some people in the Liberal Party, like Julian, yes, yeah, so who broke was, away, broke away. Mm. Um, and that was really interesting. And he had some very, I, I thought, well thought out and um, valuable thoughts um, mm. at, uh, on Saturday night. But but if you if you say no as the opposition, um, first of all, you had been in government for 12 years or 11 exactly. years so what did you do <laughs> exactly what didn't you do yeah, exactly more to the point and and secondly to, to i i feel that on an issue such as this it's time to put away your political leanings and go bipartisanship is really important here this is bigger than politics but in fact it didn't end up being no, bigger exactly. than politics at all so if you haven't if you're going to say no what's your alternative exactly. like seriously what's your alternative plan b Whatever. What, yeah. what would you do?
1: Exactly. Yeah, that's. I agree. That's just, what you know?
0: annoys me. Same <laughs> so, yeah, here. And
1: I know that people. That, you know, I know Paul Keating's famous line is about the people always get it right. Right. Uh, well, quite frankly, I, uh, not in all cases. No. If they're misinformed. Yes. If they're lied to. If they haven't done their homework. Uh, there's someone to stuff it up. Yes. yes. A I'm very going to very say. Strong skeptic as um, well as the other part of that. Mm, skeptic so skeptic yeah, yeah. Anyway, that the, these are my feelings about it. But um, anyway, uh, we shall um. We shall live and hope for, for better days for a lot of Indigenous <clears throat> people. Yeah. Um. I don't. I was flabbergasted that some people were trying to rewrite history and say that uh, Indigenous people, most of them, are not disadvantaged. I'm thinking, yeah. what planet is this person well, on? Yeah. I
0: think that was. Uh, take yes. A look in the country. That was yeah. Quite shocking, um.
1: And I, you know, I feel for, I feel for a lot of people who obviously I'm not Indigenous myself. Obviously, we're we're not. But no. uh, we can uh, we, we can show some empathy and sympathy for people who are, who are looking forward to a, a better outcome. And I guess the difference is people saying. That, Uh, in terms of representation of Indigenous people to government. The whole point is, previously, it was an arbitrary thing. It was going to be legislated. My understanding is that, you know, they were people... The government's banned by law to take them into account. Yes. That was the the difference. And, uh, yes, okay, may maybe this campaign could have spelled it out a bit more. Um, I don't know. But, uh, anyway, maybe people needed more time... I'm not sure, but um, I felt embarrassed to be Australian, quite frankly, on, on uh, Saturday night when the yeah. results came through and I thought, I'm actually glad I'm not home because I don't know, I'm glad I'm home in the sense that I don't have to announce my nationality when I'm overseas and say, oh, you're
0: one of those Australians, are <laughs> you? Yes. i, I really felt like that. Well, it yes. has been yes. reported all around the world. Yes. And I'm thinking about
2: how we, we now look um, around the world. But I do, you know, find... A little few little pieces of information for people who might want to um, re educate themselves or educate themselves. I know where I was polling, they had the statement of heart there that you could actually take a um, oh, yes. copy the of little, that. You yeah. Yeah. And, and I one, took yeah. that, the Uluru the statement, statement, statement of, the mm. of the heart, yeah. And, and it's quite yep. specific about yes. what, what they're doing. Um, demands were, were, what the requirements were and really how this was meeting that. Um, And on the flip side, I started to hear conversations about People worried about well, the next thing they might be taking my golf course off me. Yeah, this happened um, with the Marbo right. thing. This and, is a constant scare campaign of the conservatives. Wow, mm. that's an interesting. Yeah, I know. those yeah. things are really
0: disappointing.
1: Uh, and uh, sorry to say, but it really reminded me of some American politics too. This yeah, latest thing. Yeah, the misinformation and the uh, the racism and the, and the hatred. And um, anyway, I, I, I just found it, as I say, very disappointing and um, as I say, we live in hope for, um, for for better days and for better outcomes but I'm also thinking our reputation as a nation has been tarnished by the way we've treated a lot of refugees over the years mm. and I'm thinking if we're going to be pointing the fingers at other ch- countries about their human rights abuses, um, I think well, really it's a popcorn in the kettle black, isn't it? Mm. I mean, you know, we've, we, what, have we got the right to actually to have a go at other countries for the way they treat their peoples? Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway. Question. Um, yeah, so. It um, um, is a good
2: question. And I don't know if we're um, up for a little bit of shovel on the topic, though. Mm. <laughs> can we laugh? <laughs> is it so oh, too, too soon? Is it too
0: soon? I don't know. I haven't read any shovel articles, actually. Well, I'll leave it with you. Bit,
2: it's a little bit humorous and you can tell me afterwards. And I apologise to all our listeners if this is a little bit <laughs> unsavoury.
0: <laughs> haven't vetted all of
2: the words here. <laughs> oh. It's called a new voice strategy. Indigenous leaders to just hire PwC <laughs> to get access to the government. <laughs> Uh, I did see that headline actually (laughs) With the voice to parliament failing to succeed At the referendum, Indigenous leaders have Decided to put consulting firm PwC on a rolling Contract, saying it will actually give them Better access to the government decision making Announcing the new direction Members of the Yes campaign said putting PwC On retainer will uh, will save months of campaigning and lead to a better result. It'll give us unfettered access to government policy much more than the voice could ever have and we don't need much to muck around with a referendum. We just draw up a contract. It's all be sorted by the end of the week. I wish we thought of that earlier to be honest. An Indigenous spokesperson said he responded to fears the system would create a two-tiered society that would see some Australians granted more rights than others. Will it give us access to privileges that ordinary Australians don't enjoy of course that's the way we we work things um we'll be able to shape policy to our advantage get access to confidential information meet with ministers the whole lot it's nothing like the voice it's a proper constrained access (laughs) yes i like that i
0: can deal with that yeah so Uh, no problem with that yes so um yes from the shovel interesting thank you for that now just before we leave this topic there, there i wanted to go back to um a, a comment that Julian Lisa, the Liberal MP and Yes supporter, who actually quit the Coalition front bench mm, as yes. opposition spokesman for Indigenous Affairs Manor in of April, principle obviously, um, yeah, yeah. And 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 I thought that he he, as I said, he he spoke very well and um and a, a well constructed. Um, Summary, I think, of the way he was of what had happened, and he but he offered this as as one sort of reason why he he thought that um, regional voices could have come first that we if we had have sort of had that grassroots campaign with regional voices Mm. perhaps that would have you know there would have been better information provided mm. on the ground giving people more time etc. Cetera, et cetera. I saw that was an interesting um an interesting thought I don't know um yeah you know, whether that would have done any made any yes, difference so be return that, to the uh, front bench
1: too, uh, of the opposition or should we say the shadow the, shadow the shadow. Of front bench yes yeah. but um I do admire people who perhaps broke ranks yeah. um, uh, on a matter of principle yeah um, and, uh, yeah, and, and there were a few a few conservatives uh, who did that. Yes. Um, but, as you said, Jacinta, it, this is an issue that should not have been politicised at all. No, it shouldn't have. Um, and, um, anyway, we... Uh, We shall live and hope
0: for better days. Yeah, we do indeed. Uh, So we're going to move on now and uh, get on with our show. Very shortly, we will be talking to our first guest, ray Vincent, who has written a book and she's got some beautiful pictures in it. Um, Her wonderful, well, Hella. she's going to join us very shortly to tell us all about it. First of all, a little bit of music, guys, Cosmic Dancer, T-Rex, Big Love Conversation. The Cosmic Dance are there to kick off the show. Big Life conversation, 29 minutes past four here in the studio. Barbara, and Nicole, and Jacinta with you right through till six o'clock. And we are very, very pleased to welcome our first guest today. This is second time round. Um, but we're, <laughs> success, we feel, is in the air today. today. Yeah, Teco so. is working for us. Uh, the lovely Rayanne Vincent, she's going to share with you where she's from and uh, about a little lovely little book she's written. Um, she's a wonderful person, uh, a friend and colleague of mine, and it is an absolute pleasure to welcome you to the show, Rayanne.
3: Thank you very much, Jacinta. Thank you very much. Uh,
0: yeah. It is great to have you here. Um, we do want to talk to you about a little bit about your life in so much as where you were born and the surrounding district, and you can tell us where that was, um, it, it, almost like a precursor perhaps to your book because we want to hear about this beautiful book as well. So just give us a little snapshot of your upbringing. Um, I'm the daughter of a, a cow cocky
3: or a share farmer to people who don't know what a cow cocky is. <laughs> uh, born, born over in Eden Hope near the South Australian border Now Eden Hope And um, my father um, was managing things there for a share farmer But mum couldn't cope with being so far away from the family in Bensdale So we moved closer down to South Gippsland um, So it ended up every roughly every three years We would move from different farms throughout South Gippsland uh, a couple of times at Buffalo, then a couple of times at Warara, Warara East, Agnes, Tura. So if anybody knows Wilson's prom area, the best place in Australia, mm-hmm. um, yeah, prom country is where we grew up. And then my father had the opportunity to buy his first own property of 100 acres at Hazelwood North in 1969. And from then we come over the hills to the big Trobe Valley, as it was in those days, the big city. And um, yes, we settled in La Trobe Valley and it was then that we realised um, our father's grandmother lived at one stage at Walhalla and her two brothers had land up there still. So um, we would start travelling to Walhalla on a very windy, gravelly, bumpy, horrendously bumpy road <sighs> because Ray would get car sick. Also. Oh no! <laughs> Stop every few um, miles and pull over, and I'd have to sort of get out, stretch my legs, and yes. Yeah, so that was my um, introduction to Walhalla many, many years ago.
0: Beautiful, Rayanne, and of course we want to talk about Walhalla because it is quite a significant town. It's in. West Gippsland. You can give us the just outside of Rawson. I don't know the northeast, southwest of all of that, but you know, um, just about ten minutes from Rawson, uh, which we we know quite well um, in Gippsland. We do. we do, yes, yeah, we do. But ta- but yeah, you know, visiting Wellhella is an absolute treat because it's quite a unique place. So, and, and this sort of goes to your book, but tell us what you know. What you describe Wellhella for us.
3: Walhalla is like stepping back into the past. Hmm. You're driving east from Rawson or you're coming north from Taralgon or Maui area and you come up the Bula, which is the nickname for the Bula Bula Road or the Walhalla Tyres Road. You turn to the east and you are driving 12 kilometres back into the past Hmm. where you eventually come across a little bridge over the Thompson River and you have the Thompson Railway Station um, hugging the side of the hill where the Walhalla Goldfields railway engines and workrooms are. Then you travel another six kilometres very slowly on an extremely windy road. It's like a snake or a ribbon kissing each fold of the hill as it clings to the steep hillside above the gully of Stringers Creek. And you t- come round a sweeping left-hand corner into a narrow valley with some old buildings, and which was... It's now known as Walhalla, it was originally known as Stringer's Creek, Mm -hmm. named after Ned Stringer who had officially made the first registration of the gold uh, discovery on Boxing Day 1862, Um, was named Stringer's Creek. He died within 12 months of a burst ulcer allegedly, so he didn't get to see the town prosper as his mates did, Um, all for the reward of a hundred pound, I mean he's Made, had all looked for gold because the, the state, new state of Victoria was offering a £200 reward for people to find gold within a 200-mile radius of the city of Melbourne. Clunes and Castlemaine and Bendigo were the first ones. Mm. Why mm. Ned Stringer found gold up the gully, if anybody has been to Walhalla, is beyond a lot of people's expectations, but... He made it his way down from the north, um, from the Donnelly Creek, gold, or Jericho, Violet Town, Woods Point area, following the um, Aberfeldy River down to where it joins the Thompson River. They got a bit of colour, which is um, alluvial gold, which is like big chunks of sand in the bottom of their dish. They made their way down several kilometres and the gold petered out, so they made their way back up. And they saw this little estuary in the gully, um, a little bit of water coming out, they were getting really good colour from that. At one stage, each of the men, the three men involved, were getting over an ounce of gold a day Ooh. out of the Stringers Creek. Wow! Um, eventually the town was called Walhalla after my records date. that it was after the first mine that was registered officially registered in Walhalla, or Valhalla, Valley of the Gods, because the gods were buried in a bed of Pure gold. in <laughs> the Australian way, was nicknamed named <Bob> Walhalla. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing to do with the movies, anyway. <laughs> yeah. no, no, no.
3: Walhalla, and it was, um, at one stage, it was the second biggest city in East Gippsland. Um, wow. We had over 4,800 people in a four-kilometre radius of the Walhalla post office, wow. which is still the original post office in town. It is now down to 16 permanent people in town. The lowest I ever had, knew of it was eight in 2008 when there was only the eight of us in the town. Oh, um, and it was just heaven. It was just bliss. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> no trouble finding a car park. No, no. no, no, <laughs>
3: no, no. Um, but then the popularity of the place has just boomed and it's the most precious place to come. Um, and just walk along the tramline tracks. You can hear the Wonga pigeons. You can feed the king parrots, the lyrebird. You do not need a rotary hoe or a hoe in the garden there because the bush, <laughs> the lyrebirds huh. disturb everything. <sighs> the deer come into the town um, and they prune all our trees. Um, wow. Yes. It's, it's quite a sight. At the moment, like I was back in Walhalla again yesterday for the Walhalla Heritage and Development Annual Meeting, um, I drove through town. The blossoms, the trees, the new growth on the, the trees, the foxgloves are about to bloom, um, which is a sight to behold. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of foxgloves. Pretty um, tiny. Have, have gone all along the valley walls. Um, it's spectacular to see.
2: So pretty time um, of year to go there as well. I mean, not,
3: most definitely, yes. And yeah. it was all because of Cohen's Reef, which is the single richest gold-bearing quartz reef in all of Victoria, running for well over five kilometres. But the fault line starts way up north, north of Woods Point, and they understand understand that the fault line travels right through down to Beaconsfield in Tasmania and beyond.
4: Oh, wow. So, mm. It's
3: one big hole where Cohen's Reef is part of that. And it was named Cohen's Reef after the man at Store Point. He he offered or he bribed Ned Stringer um, a couple of pounds. Listen, you name the reef after me. He <sighs> he would make a profit. But he
0: didn't. He just got his name in the record book. So. <laughs> <laughs> Good try, um, Rayanne. You've sold us on Well oh, no, Isn't that beautifully described? It is. Mean, it is. It is. absolutely gorgeous. And and what I will add to that, Rayanne, and you know this very well because I think that you might have been involved in it. Well Halla was the subject of a, a um, ABC Backroads um, show on one of their oh, right. one of their episodes earlier this year, wasn't it, Rayanne?
3: That's right. One of our league members, Brian Brewer, um, had been in touch with the management of the back road series quite a while. It had been put off a couple of times because of COVID and this and floods and whatever. Um, but they finally come and spent the time, their time in Wilhalla and they got to walk up to the famous cricket hill, cricket pitch, which is on top of the hill. Um, the, the story of that is that the miners wanted a flat land for football and cricket. All those years ago The miners were encouraged to take up a sport Or an activity to keep them fit (laughs) Rather than being down underground all the time So they had rifle clubs and tennis clubs And this gentleman said Well I really would love to have a cricket pitch And uh, oh no there's no flat land And he staggered staggered into the Criterion Hotel one afternoon And he said I found gold, I found gold And he held it out in his hand and he showed them And they said whereabouts Oh at the top of the hill So the boys allegedly, for the next two and a half years to three years, dug 30 foot of the hill off. Yes, some of them did initially find alluvial gold, but then after four years, this poor man staggered into the hotel one night and he said his conscience couldn't take it anymore. He had to admit that he'd salted the land
0: so he could get his cricket pitch. So <laughs> just, through the wall, how? Wow. <laughs> there you go. As legend would have it,
2: it's <laughs> such a it's such a pretty town. I first came across it actually doing some white water rafting in Thompson's River, oh, and yes, it was a lunch too, spot. It? Yeah, it was. it's kind of the <laughs> on the way there or on the way back, you stop there, and it's like this tucked away little town. That feels like you've gone back in time, like you do on the trip there. You're sort of going back, um, and yes. you sort of discover it. And it's um, yes, yeah, such a little pretty place. And had been back a couple of times since then as a as a visitor as well. So uh, have fond We're memories. Very
3: We're very fortunate that we've stuck to the traditional building code of roughly the 1880s. Um, and at mm-hmm. the moment, we're still trying to fight to get um, sewerage put onto Walhalla because it's still the long drops or the, the septic tanks and the old-fashioned way. Because <laughs> there's, no, there's no town water. Everybody has to be on tank water. Oh, really?
0: Yeah.
3: It, in year, years ago, um, when the town was first in its early stages, all the drinking water was brought in by um, horse and um, bullock teams or horse, uh, pack horses. And then um, because it's thirsty work, working underground, we ended up having 15 hotels, uh, 27 <laughs> log shops, um, two cordial places, all making aerated waters. And one of the Lone Star Breweries, they won awards in England for the best beer um, that they've ever tasted. And we think it was the dash of arsenic in the water. Oh! <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh
1: whoops! <laughs> no way! Yes, well, oh, see? Oh. <laughs> Interesting times. So I was going to ask you, actually, right. it's Barbara here. What about these tours that you take, these ghost tours of the mines or something like that? Are they still uh, oh. running? Or? Yes, we
3: still do ghost tours every Saturday night or Friday night and special bookings as well. Um, I've since retired and hung up my hat, although I've still got it in reserve here for the ghost (laughs) Um, tours a lovely lady Miss Sally does my ghost tour or does does the ghost tours now along with Mr Brewer and Mr Holmes and there's a couple of other people training up to help uh, be ghost hosts which is just a wonderful time you you really have a wonderful time a couple of hours walking up 120 steps and a couple of kilometres along the tramway and back down the road and over the fifteen plus years I was doing it, there was many many experiences. Of um, we only have happy ghosts in Walhalla
1: because um, Cause of all those pubs. <laughs> yes,
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. um, And I also worked in the long tunnel extended gold mine doing tours. We'd all o- organised two underground weddings in the main chamber. Really.
1: Yes. Wow. And, uh, That's novel.
3: It is. <laughs> yep, it was. One of our driller mates from the Eureka mine who lived worked next to us at Maidentown he decided to get married again. And I said, Well why not under the underground, you know, you can tell like tenured like that and so oh, yeah, why not? <laughs> So we did that. Didn't let the management know, but we did it.
1: Oh. <laughs> Is it still valid <laughs> above ground? That that marriage certificate.
3: <laughs> um, yes. Then we've had um, a church group under there singing Jerusalem, which did bring tears to my eyes. Oh. It's incredible! We've had orchestras in there. Oh, that's um, amazing! My friend, the town piper Richard Henry, has played his do <laughs> under there, and his bagpipes. Oh wow! So, that's quite something. And Richard, on Saturday afternoons, he climbs up 120 steps and he stands out on these very narrow old foundations of the Long Tunnel Mine, which is about two foot by three foot, um, high up on the precipice with his um, Scottish kilt and everything on, and he plays his bagpipes, Rain, Hail or Shine, at the moment. Isn't that gorgeous? Um, I love that. And people sitting down on the Walhalla Witchery Cafe, which used mm. to be the general store, they sit down on the veranda and just listen to Richard's
0: um, pipe music. It's just, it that's echoes lovely. all through the valley. Yeah, yeah that's wonderful. really lovely. Now, Ryan, we've got to get yes. to your book, though. Now, <laughs> this is really, I mean, it's really good to get that background. Mm. And the other thing that I, I will say before we talk about your book is I, I know that for, you know, so many years and the beauty, it is beautiful, a beautiful part of the world. And you've really observed all that natural Beauty, and you started taking lots of photos for many years, right? So thousands, I'm told.
3: Yes, yes, thousands and thousands. And I would get told, uh, I would get into trouble and I was warned several times, you know, I'm going to shove that camera where the sun don't shine. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I'm sorry for my roughness, but that's the way it is. No, I love it. Yeah, I love no. it. Tell it yeah. as it is. <laughs> I, I, when I lived up at Maidentown, which is used to be a suburb of Walhalla. Yeah. I moved up to there in 2006, the beauty of the natural bush, the dawning light coming through the trees, um, coming over the hill, um, you come down the Maidentown track or wherever, down into Walhalla, and every single day it was a, like God had painted a new scene. Mm. There'd be mist coming off the roots, there would be mist coming out of the creek or the, just the birds around, That the flora, um, the, the trees that were planted, there's been quite a few tree plantations over the last few years just to bring some more colour back because years ago there wasn't a single tree for up to 30 kilometres around Walhalla. Not a single natural tree was left. Oh, wow. was So all the trees, that's natural regrowth. Um, that's the power of nature. And through that I've been able to walk along the tram line tracks or the old railway line at Platina Station um, into Thompson Station and you've got these huge, big old tree ferns You've got the Walhalla Goldfields Railway stations where the train tracks come weaving, snaking, weaving their way around the hills. The hospital is high up on the hill for the boys to get as much sun on their skin to make them um, get better soon or heal them up sooner. Uh, with the natural vitamin D because they didn't get much sun underground. Mm. The Her- Heritage League owns the, what we call the corner stores. We've got our post office and museum in one corner there. And even that, the different light of the day, you get different um, colours and hues out of the stone wall that was built beside it and from the gardens across the road from in Stringers Park. You've got, walking up through the bush, you've got the different fungi, um, some beautiful golden fungi on the trees, the purple-blue mushrooms or toadstools. Len used, to, Les used to have, Les Smith used to have his horse and buggies. He would do guided tours through towns. I've got photos of that. Puffing Billy um, <laughs> came back.
0: Oh, yeah, that's
3: beautiful. Yeah, bringing our
0: train. We sold it to them for one dollar years ago. Oh, really? Uh, my goodness! <laughs> what a bargain! Yeah, I can
2: see that there's a photographer writer eye there oh, just in the descriptions yeah, I'm hearing absolutely. at the moment.
0: Hence the book. I yeah. mean, and where do we get the book? Yeah, but um, <laughs> Rayan, first of all, the the. A lot of these photos are in the book, and and I've had a yes. look at the book, and they they're just beautiful. It's it's a it's a lovely book, and there's some lovely descriptions as well. So um, it's called My Wonderful Wellheller.
3: That's correct. Yes, and it's all my photos uh, except one.
0: Yep. Oh um, wow.
3: It, so um, yes, every, anybody can order it through the um, my email address, which is rayanne's place at gmail dot com. Um, they can send me an email, and it's only $20 I can post it out to them for that, um, but if that includes the postage, anywhere within Australia.
0: Absolutely. Now, we are gonna. We just want that email address again. It's Rayanne, R-A-E-A-N-N-E. We'll put it on our Facebook page at what was the rest of it? No, no, it's
3: no. Rayanne's postage, R-A-E-A-N-N-E-S. P L A C E at gmail.com. Gmail. Sorry. So Ray-Ann's place, Rayann's place at gmail.com. Yep. Um, I'm, I'm, and I'm also on Facebook under Rayann. They can find me there as well.
0: Okay. So um,
3: I would love to post out um, a book to anybody who might like it. Yep. Um, yeah.
0: Absolutely. And it is beautiful and the, the pictures are exquisite. Uh, and I think it would be well worth it. So it's only $20 for that book. Uh, we'll put the the address on our Facebook page, Big Life Conversation, and you can pick up a beautiful book. And Christmas is coming, folks. Right. So for people, people who love, love those beautiful home. photos and really interested in the area, that would be a and lovely like one to have. And spring to go down and have a look as and, well. And mm. absolutely visit the area. Rayanne, you're a legend. We thank you thank so you. much for being with us um, and those magnificent descriptions of the area snippets
2: of history as well and
0: the history Um, and and I I must say as well Rayanne's been a volunteer in the area and for Wellhella and lots of other parts of um, the area for many many years too and we are all about volunteers on this program we love people who volunteer for the community and we we don't know where we'd be without without them Yeah, Yeah. cannot function Um, all the best to you Rayanne have a wonderful rest of the day and thanks so much for speaking with us
3: Thank
0: you very much, ladies. Thanks, Take care. Ray-Anne. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye, By Fleetwood Mac. Uh, here on Big Life Conversation, nine minutes to five. Big thank you to our first guest, Rayanne Vincent. You can check out on our Facebook page, Big Life Conversation, if you'd love to get a copy of her book, My Wonderful Well Uh Barbara and Nicole. Got any other interesting things to talk about? Can I mention some birthdays, please? Oh, birthday! Yes, time. of course. I've been away, you as we you know. Yes. and um, while I was away, a you know, um, very special birthday. <laughs> yes, yeah, so while yes. I was
1: away, so actually, while I came back on Friday the thirteenth, rather, I'm going to send out my partner Joe. He had a birthday, so happy birthday, Joey, yeah. for Friday, and to all you lovely Librans, including the previous week. Uh, I was lucky enough to catch up with my brother Paddy um, in Oxford and um, his wife Marita, and they're both Libras. They both had birthdays uh, just recently, so happy birthday to them, belated birthdays. Um, And uh, also my friend Jackie, whom I was travelling with, she had a birthday on Saturday the 14th in Hamburg with her... Her daughter, Sarah, and her son-in-law, Yannick, and her lovely new granddaughter, Emma. Um, and Sarah's my um, goddaughter, so now I'm a grand godmother. God- so that's a so, um, Big responsibility. Indeed. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so, so cheers to them all. Um, and on a sadder note, oh, you know, and in terms of musical birthdays, um, the late great um, uh, Tom Petty uh, would mm. have uh, been having a birthday around this time. And also Chuck Berry, who I believe is still with us, Chuck Berry. if yeah. remember, wow. Susan I think yeah. so. Um yeah, anyway, so <clears throat> happy birthday um, to uh, all those, all those around this time. On a Saturday night, while I was away, I, know, I was aware that um, uh, Sir Michael Gambon died, of course, yeah. he of Harry Potter fame, yes. that actor. Yeah. Yes. I did not realised he was actually born in Ireland. I always assumed he was English, but oh, okay. apparently he was born in Ireland. Of course, many of us know him from um, The Singing Detective and as Professor Dumbledore from the uh, wonderful Harry Potter mm. movies. Um, and um, and but he was I think it was a pretty good innings I think he was in his eighties, but I'm rather shocked to hear about um, young comedian Cal Wilson. Cal I know it was. It was said yeah. apparently yeah. after
0: a short illness. Yes. So I didn't know I think it was something to do with cancer. S- so yes, I don't know very bad. Sure. Really
2: and very
1: aggressive
0: yeah, oh. So that was,
1: there, but she's only 53. So, yes, I, I like Cal and she was, she was a, a great contributor to the comedy scene she was. in this she country. She was. She was really amazing. With that New Zealand accent of hers was quite yes. distinctive. And did. brought and, a lot of joy to most people. She did. And and she wonderful did. clothes and hair. And, yeah. And apparently but, um, she is represented in the latest um, Archibald exhibition which is touring around at the Morniton Moul- Regional Peninsula Gallery. So I yes, had to get down there and see is. that. So, um, yeah, but uh, a bit of a shock. Gone far too young, uh, as that Absolutely. I think um,
2: there was a... Particular radio show that I listened to on the the Wednesday when it happened, and they were doing tributes, and the comedians on the show couldn't get their words out. And I was driving, mm. thinking, I can't see That's through sad. my oh. eyes. To yeah. Drive yeah. safely, yeah. Um, because they what? just there wasn't anyone who had a bad word no. to say about her, which was which no. was rather lovely. Mm. Um, just on the birthdays, just to add to that, um, my goddaughter's birthday is uh, at the end of this week, and my mother in law had her birthday oh, the week before. Last. So It'd be very um, nice.
1: Yes, a few little October birthdays indeed. And I forgot to mention Patty's twin sister Kitty. My sister Kitty, happy birthday to Kitty oh, as well. Kitty,
0: yes. birthday! <laughs> so, wow. Uh, God, yes, it's all a, happening in your it family. Is.
1: It is. Uh, it's almost a bit like Christmas time in it, terms of all those gifts you've got rustle up. Yes. So, and uh, just for the record, too, Oscar Wilde would have had a birthday today. Really? <laughs> yes. Really? T- I love Oscar Wilde. <laughs> the, the brilliant, uh, the brilliant writer. Brilliant.
0: So, what are the characteristics of Libra. Lib- well, they're
1: supposed to be one of the better-looking signs of the zodiac. Oh, they can be a little bit vain.
0: As a result, yeah. well, if they're so good-looking, well, they can't help themselves. Can't help uh, themselves. They're,
1: look, they're very artistic and creative. Usually, yeah. they often have trouble making decisions. They like to wave everything up there. The, the scales is there ah, Yes, it. and um, I've laughed with my partner Joseph ah. about this. Who is not a believer in astrology and scoffs at it all. But <laughs> we do have this running gag about, okay, you're not a typical believer and then why is it you've been standing in front of the the uh, cereal aisle? Working out which um, packet of, of Wheaties or whatever you're going to have for the past half hour. <laughs>
0: He said, oh, that's just a lot of nonsense. <laughs> oh, rest my case. <laughs> exactly. I'm sure he wouldn't disagree with the good-looking part. I mean, <laughs> well, you've got to take that. that. <laughs> not at all.
1: They're usually renowned as being the great diplomats too. Uh. Yeah, and as I say, very artistic, creative and sensitive. So they, they like to lay claim to that. And, uh, yes, the the other things that perhaps, perhaps not, much so, not so much so. But, uh, yeah, I mean, um, I'm very fond of them. They're especially very compatible with Taurians. So uh, they're, they're an air sign. But, um, they're uh, yeah, they're a warm air sign. so Yes, absolutely. <laughs>
0: Absolutely, sounds wonderful. Uh, three minutes to five. I think Nicole's got a few updates for us in just a moment. I do indeed. Two minutes to five. And Nicole, little update from you.
2: A little update from me. I had my uh, Food for Thought program on, uh, on Saturday <laughs> and uh, had um, some good conversations around some nutrition news and some nutrition tips. Uh, But our main focus was looking at spring. We've been talking about detoxes. We've been talking about allergies. So this time we had a little chat around loving your liver and doing a little bit of uh, some prep to make sure that we're heading into summer as well as we possibly can be. And um, we had a, a little conversation around how we often eat a little bit uh, more and exercise a bit less in this cooler weather. Really? Um, (laughs) Because it's spring though. In winter, oh, in winter, yes. Sorry. So therefore, spring is a good time to dust that off a little oh, bit. At um, I don't <laughs> yeah. know if you've heard on the the news as well. Just in Canada, how they do a bit of a check in on the grizzly bears, yes, and on the on the fattest no. bears. No, yeah, um, oh. because they come out of well, they come out of hibernation oh, and right. they're starving and they look really, really skinny. And, and then like. all the salmon are <laughs> moving upstream, and then all the bears are out, and then they actually, you know, um, vote for which bear has got. The fattest, that is and, fattest it was, bear. and it was this female bear who'd really chumped it on this this time like I um, need food. Yes, so they they're they're chumping it on for winter. Um, whereas so we cute. need to be doing the opposite. Yes. We need we to do. be thinning down like we've been in um, like we've been in hibernation. the opposite when we're in hibernation. We eat a little bit more. Um, so we were looking at all the wonderful things that the liver does, such as detoxifying our blood, our any ammonia hormones or chemicals. It processes all of the nutrients so they're absorbed most effectively. And it also regulates our blood composition, our proteins, carbohydrates and fats that we get from our food as well. Uh, and it helps t- um, to destroy old red blood cells and recycles them. So it has a wonderful set of things that it does. It also produces bile to help us um, emulsify and digest fats. And that's why we get fatty liver when we have too much fat that our our liver cannot even process that and it can cause scarring and our, our liver can sometimes not regenerate, which it's known mm. for it's being known a for wonderful yeah. that can though. regenerate. Yeah. Um, it can actually, we can actually remove half of it and it can regenerate. Um, and it also breaks down and metabolises alcohol, coffee and medications, reduces cholesterol, or sorry, produces proteins that help with cholesterol and stores minerals such as iron and some of our vitamins, our fat-soluble ones like vitamin A as well um but if your liver's not functioning optimally you may find you've got a bit of stomach upset you might be bloated or have a bit of reflux or heartburn potentially a bit of constipation or maybe your appetite's just waning a little bit um you could have some skin conditions like rosacea or there's some yellow patches that you can get above your eye or below your eye mm. which is a classic sign that your liver might be chugging along a little bit mm. um changes in mood anxiety or depression um, and of course, these are quite general symptoms. So, good to get a uh, blood test to find out if it's if it is your liver or not. Mm-hmm. Um, an inability to lose weight, high blood pressure, dark urine, chronic fatigue, excessive sweating, and bruising easily can mm-hmm. be some of the signs ah. that your liver is not performing Not happy. as well yeah. as it either. could. Um, and as I mentioned before, our liver functions very, very well under extreme stress. But in certain situations, um, we get what's called cirrhosis. And this is when yeah. those cells become
1: scarred. Mm. Is that from and alcohol abuse sometimes?
2: Nicole? Yes. Alcohol, cleaning products, perfumes, oh, air really? fresheners, Gosh. additives, medication, water pollution, uh, pesticides, you name it. Um, and then it can scar the tissue and it can't regenerate. And that's when you get permanent scarring that can't have that functionality anymore, can't function normally, and you get liver damage. So you can get non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, which ah. has actually been renamed recently, mm-hmm. and alcoholic Oh, liver wow. disease as well so what do we want to do to keep our liver functioning beautifully well obviously the first thing is remove the toxins from the diet so things like as we were saying alcohol trans fats so they're the the bad fats mm. and that are in our a pa- lot of packaged goods packaged mm. baked goods convenience foods um sugar um and some of those hams uh bacon Ooh. that contain nitrites and nitrates which are quite Salami. toxic to the liver mm-hmm. yeah um, so a good glass of water with lemon in the morning or apple Beautiful. cider vinegar mm-hmm. is a really Beautiful good, easy way to start the, day. To start the mm. day. Actually flushes out the body, um, gives us a little bit of vitamin C, synthesizes the toxic minerals, um, and it helps stimulate the liver to say, hey, there's food coming or we're <laughs> awake, start getting moving. Um, and along with that, green tea has very similar properties, both antioxidant and it has um uh, some wonderful um, properties in it called catechins which are polyphenols and they're found in green tea that help prevent inflammation in the liver so that can be really good so water is kind of the number one to keep mm. the the liver flushed um, adding that lemon juice and apple cider vinegar gives the, the liver a bit of wake up uh, and adding those antioxidants from and their polyphenols from green tea is wonderful these are all fluids so I think thinking spring we want to think rehydration and Mm -hmm. keeping hydrated so you can also include veggie juices in there and i'm talking about things such as carrots and beetroot and those bitter greens so things like rocket kale that are a little bit more bitter in taste and flavor Mm -hmm. Um, they also contain lots of vitamins and mineral and also fiber Um, broccoli is one of the best ones it Mm. contains what's called an indole um, glucoraphane so big words here sulforaphane which actually um, help these particular enzymes in the liver um, produce the um, those enzymes further, so that they can flush out carcinogens and toxins from the body. And the fibre content also helps your gut um, get rid of toxins as well. Mm-hmm. So, if you've had anything just that is um, not you know, from a tree and not plant-based or not sort of a whole food from an animal either. Um, Anything that's synthesized or produced is always going to contain additives and um, an element of toxins within them. Our body doesn't recognize those things. So we need to help our liver out to get rid of them um herbs and spices specific herbs and spices are also fantastic for the liver and when i think about those i'm thinking about um what i call almost the holy trinity which is <laughs> garlic ginger and <laughs> turmeric
0: mm-hmm. uh,
2: so garlic helps the liver activate enzymes that can flush out the toxins and it also has these high levels of what's called allicin and selenium which are high big antioxidants sort of the master helps the master of antioxidants glutathione which aids in liver cleansing um, ginger can stimulate digestion, and as we know, it's good for circulation and sweating and also um, for nausea. We find it great mm. for digestive issues as well. Travel sickness? Travel sickness is great, oh, yeah. for, Um And turmeric is highly anti-inflammatory, and it can sort of mop up what we call free radicals. So it's really good at um, helping have efficiency with hormonal uh, management, so efficient estrogen and cholesterol metabolism, um, so that they're not recycled back into the bloodstream again and going through the liver again and causing it more distress. So um, turmeric's very good for both those areas as well. Um, Dandelion, dandelion tea, dandelion greens, also great. And another herb, St Mary's thistle, Mm. is also known to be very helpful For the liver, lymphatic system, and also healthy cholesterol balance as well. Excellent. It can also help stimulate bile as well. Beautiful. So they both, all of those have anti-inflammatory effects and can help our liver be at its best. And uh, and to finish off at the end of uh, our session today, I've got a couple of red and green juices that contain a couple of those ingredients um, that I'm going to recommend if you're wanting to look after your liver over spring.
0: A wealth of information. Always nice. for the good of our livers.
2: Yes, um, And that
0: information we'll put on our Facebook page to Big Life do. Conversation. Eight minutes or coming up to eight minutes past five, we are going to go to a little break and when we come back, we will be speaking with our next guest, uh, our artist this our next guest is an artist and it's Liz White she'll mm-hmm. be joining us in just a few moments stay with us big live conversation 94.1 FM 3WBC with you on big live conversation cute little track there from John and Robin do it again just a little bit slower guys yes. uh we're not going to go too slow today we have kicked over to our second hour and we are with you right through till six o'clock tonight so stay with us our next guest has joined us uh and we're very pleased to be speaking to liz white welcome to the show liz thank you Liz, it's Barbara here, really glad that you could
1: join us today, and um, just wanted to have a, a chat to you uh, about a number of things, particularly about this interesting exhibition you're involved with down at that fantastic gallery space, the Town Hall Gallery, um, the exhibition called Healing. Can you tell us a little bit about your uh, role in that place? Yes, um, the Healing Exhibition at the Burundurra
4: Town Hall Gallery is, um, it's about It it features four artists and it's about exploring the human psyche and how art making can benefit physical disabilities and mental health. Um, Sorry, I've got another call I'm trying to get rid of. (laughs)
1: Sorry, you're in demand. (laughs) (laughs) And so, um, you've, um, sorry, go on. And and you've, uh, this has opened like a couple of, a few weeks ago, but it's still got another couple of weeks to run. There's a free exhibition down there, I believe.
4: Yes, it's a free exhibition and it um, finishes on Saturday the 28th of October. Mm -hmm. Um, And all um, works are for
1: sale, I gather?
4: Yes. Uh, Now there are some that are not for sale. Oh, okay. All of my artwork is for sale. Um, and
1: your work looks beautiful. I haven't sadly seen it in the flesh, but I hope to, to get to see it soon. But I have looked at it online and it's a real riot of colour, which is, um, I, I gather, it's something like, it's like really a really a positive kind of a optimistic um, sort of thing you're presenting.
4: Yes, um, I find art um, a sanctuary. It's a haven where I can transcend my physical limitations and find solace in the realm of art. Um, so there's a lot of calmness about my paintings, and um, I use a lot of um, calming colours, and I also use bright colours to cheer people up. Um, there's been we've had a pretty rough few years with COVID, um, and um, and I personally have had a rough time. I lost my son. It's coming up for two years. Um,
1: I'm sorry to hear that. Um,
4: Yeah, on the 26th of October is his anniversary. Mm. And painting was just my salvation during Mm. that time.
0: Mm.
4: And I painted a a painting that I had no idea what I was going to paint the first time I painted after he died. And I just wrote all over the canvas with my paintbrush and um, I went and had a shower and... um, I had a hospital appointment with the neurologist that day.
1: You've got your own um, health issues too, haven't you?
4: Yes, mm-hmm. I have multiple sclerosis, mm-hmm. and at the moment, I've got a broken foot because I stood up about nine weeks ago and not realising that I couldn't feel my legs, so I fell over and broke my oh, foot. No. <laughs> Yeah, so, oh, um, it's like having a numb foot, but yes. I yeah. know, oh, So I had to go to my exhibition, the opening of the exhibition, oh, on a on a knee scooter with my foot in plaster. Oh, oh wow! Thank
0: goodness for well, them, though. Would though that you were who you were then. Yeah. Sure you have got a sympathy <laughs> vote <vice> at least. <laughs> There's an opening.
1: Yes.
4: Yeah. So um, my art journey started in 2007. Um. I turned up at an art class at Greensboro Art Art Community Centre and the teacher put a ram's head on the table and told us all to grab a piece of butcher's paper, an easel, and some charcoal. And she said, draw that. And I put my hand up and I said, "Uh, I think I'm in the wrong art class. I don't know how to draw. (laughs) It's all rubbish. Everyone can draw. It's 90% observation and 10% drawing. So 40 minutes into that hour class, I still hadn't touched my charcoal on the paper. And I thought, I've only got 20 minutes, and I was looking around. Everyone else has been, you know, drawing for that whole time. Mm -hmm. I thought, I better do something, and I got the shock of my life at the end of the class It actually looked like a ram's head. Oh, good oh
1: for you. Wow. So what was that, What like, was it? that funny tweet doing? What What happened? happened?
4: Yeah, yeah. So um, then I painted prolifically in oil for a few years. It was mainly still life paintings and um, realism. And then I was diagnosed with breast cancer, and I
3: oh I gave
4: up painting, um, mm. and I could never pick up a brush again until COVID started. And I lost my job because of my cognitive function with the MS. Oh, dear. And so I, I started looking at YouTube videos and I saw these beautiful alcohol ink paintings. So I started off with the alcohol inks and then I, I got the courage to pick up a brush and I haven't been able to put one down since. Ah, that's <laughs> <so> amazing
2: <laughs> the triggers that we. Get those little, well, not so little pushes to to you know do something that is very therapeutic for ourselves. That really um, can look after ourselves. What does what does painting give you? You know, when you when you paint, and I know you've got all of those things that you you've been battling with, but how does it help you?
4: It takes me out of my head, mm. and um, mm. it, it takes me into another realm. I usually. Um, Put some music on and meditate and dance usually, but I can't dance with a broken foot.
1: Not at moment, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe later on. <laughs> yeah.
4: So I normally paint. Um, I usually do that before I start painting, and it just gets me another gets me into a, a zone where I can just apply colour and um, bold strokes and um, and I'm painting layers. With, many, many layers in a lot of my paintings. Um, and do you have your own studio at home
1: or do you go somewhere else to paint? Or
4: I have my own studio in home
1: mm-hmm.
4: and my whole home looks like a, a studio. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: spread yourself around.
4: <laughs> yeah. So I, my ex-husband built a shed for me to put my artworks in
3: oh.
4: and, um, and then he built a, a shade cloth and some poles at the, the side so I can paint outside in the warmer weather. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's been really helpful. That's but, yeah, l- the whole place is full of art.
1: Well, that sounds I said, inspiring, yeah.
0: And, and I'm just really <laughs> reflecting on the, I guess the theme of healing in your work and, and particularly linking that to your personal experience, Liz, and I, I really appreciate you sharing that with us. We know that... That grief is very complex. We all go through grief in different forms at different times. There's no one way to grieve. And to find some sort of healing, an outlet to help on that healing journey, which is, again, sort of timeless and doesn't have a timeline, but I think that's incredibly important. So for, for us going through it ourselves, but also in your case, you are bringing... Healing to others, or helping or give, offering that healing to others, just through your artwork as well. And as as Barbara mentioned, it's absolutely beautiful the stuff we've seen. So, Thank I think that's, that's quite incredible. With
4: my art, that's yeah. my intention is to bring some mm. um, some light and some brightness into people's homes and, and help them to um, it, well to lift their mood. Yeah, when you've had a crappy day at work, you can sit back and look at your artwork and go, oh... Now I feel better. Exactly. Yeah. Right. That's, that's the
1: beauty of, of the arts and all the forms, I suppose, isn't it? To, whether it be yeah. music or whatever it might be. Mm. Um, yeah. And, and, and you can benefit, as I say, the, the practitioner benefits and also the, the viewer or the listener um, can also um, uh, take comfort from that. But I just want to ask you also about your um, your fellow exhibitors. Um, along with you there's Sarah Greaves, who's um, painting food and domestic settings from the perspective really? of growing up Australian-born Chinese. And there's uh, Leslie O'Gorman, and I don't know whether you want to mention anything about her work, but um, apparently she says she examines how human attachment to personal objects can alleviate the negative impacts of migration, separation and loss. And then um, Jane Tanner, who's um, a well-known illustrator of children's books, is that right? Yes, that's correct. So you're you're all in good company by the sound of it. Um,
4: Yes, yes. Um, Jane Tanner's
1: got her own Wikipedia page. Oh, she really? <laughs> okay. Yeah. But, but are you um, basically, I mean, you, you've, you're sort of self-taught, or you, you've gone on to a few lessons, but some people have come from a, a, a traditional art background, have they, in, in this exhibition? Do you know much about them?
4: No, I don't know much about them. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done um, classes through Artist Flow online.
1: Oh, okay, yes.
4: And I've done a course with Betty Franks mm-hmm. and... And I watched lots of YouTube videos.
1: And are you from and an artistic, thought, creative background yourself, from your family? or you're in... My
4: mother was an artist until she got married and had children. Oh, oh. the old
1: story. <laughs> right. Yeah,
4: that's right. Wow.
1: <laughs> but obviously yeah. it's, it's in the genes then by the sound of it, the uh, the talent.
4: Yes, yeah. But my, my mum was an entertainer. She was um, a musician. So oh,
1: right. And,
4: yeah, she so... had her own band and... Yeah.
1: That's another interesting story for another day, by the way. <laughs> very, yeah, very creative my family.
4: My is a um, musical too. My nephew Adrian White um, teaches guitar. Oh, great! Yeah, and, and my other nephew, his brother Ryan, plays the drums.
0: Oh, that's yeah, so wow! Very it's talented right family. family. <laughs> yeah. good on you. That's <laughs> lovely. Now, just regarding the exhibition again, Liz, where, um, what are the dates? I don't know that we've got it on our. Facebook page, the... It's running now. It's running now.
1: Until? Yes, it's running
4: now. It started on the... The exhibition opening was the 16th of September. Oh, and yes. it's ending on the 28th of October.
0: Oh, lovely. So there's still some time yes. to go and see it. Are, are you in the sure. main big gallery there or one of the little side galleries? Where, where exactly? The side.
4: The side gallery. Yep. But in the main gallery, there's a um, an artist... Um, Sarah Cerrone, mm-hmm. she's 97 years old. Oh, really? Wow. And a survivor of the Holocaust. Gosh. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, she's got lots and lots of um, statues to look at. Oh, well, that sounds like and, another and, and another interview person. subject. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, there's lots to look at there. Yeah, it's, and it's a lovely gallery. It is. It's beautiful. We've, we've seen some fantastic yeah.
1: exhibitions over the years down there. So Yeah. And the fact that yeah. they seem to be mostly free as well is as, as another advantage. Yeah.
4: Oh, exactly. oh, that is fantastic! Yeah, Absolutely. and um, the curators, um, Pat Campbell and Alana Seal, are just delightful to work with. That's
1: wonderful. Yeah, you've had um, you've had some good people involved with it, and um, you said yeah. some of the works are for sale. Um, also, uh, you you're involved. You you have your own sort of line too. People can look you up online to if they're interested in your work as well. Is that right? Yes, I have my own
4: website, mm-hmm. and I'm also on Blue. Thumb, and Valerie um, Two Four Seven. Oh, great! Um, but my website is just um, www liz white and that's w h y t e dot mm-hmm. um, com dot au. Oh, right. artist dot com dot au.
0: Right, excellent.
4: Liz White artist.
0: Yeah, that's wonderful. Thank you so much, Liz, and um, also congratulations on your work in the exhibition and the work that you are doing. And uh, we trust that everything will go really well for the rest of the exhibition. It closes on the 28th of October. So get on down and see it, everyone. Yeah, thank you very much.
1: Thanks a lot, Liz, and all the best with your health too. And, uh, yeah, congratulations um. on your beautiful work and look forward to seeing in the flesh very soon. Okay,
4: thank you very much. Lovely. <laughs> thank you, you Liz. Now, All the best. Bye. Thank you. Okay, bye. Mm-hmm.
0: Big Live Conversation back with you. Uh, A lovely little track there, Falling by Jess Malboy. And it is 29 minutes past five, ladies. Half an hour to go for us. Six o'clock, we depart. But we've got a little bit more information. Barbara, you're going to kick
1: it off. Yes, we were very fortunate to be having a chat to um, artist Liz White, very talented uh, painter, um, just earlier about that wonderful exhibition Healing on at the... um, uh, the Town Hall Gallery in Hawthorne, but also um, uh, Burundara is um, right up there with uh, Art's presentation, and there's a um, a, fantastic ex- a fantastic concert, I should say, coming up if you're a Nina Simone fan, as I am, and I know many yes. people are. This Friday night, um, the 20th of October at 8 o'clock, Ruth Rogers Wright is presenting the great songs of Nina Simone. So um, that sounds like it's going to be absolutely fantastic, mm. and... Um, she has um, been described as uh, soulful and moving. And um, anyway, so that's one that you, you really need to get along to um, if you're a, a, a big fan. That's a, and that is a beautiful venue, as you know, the Hawthorne Town Hall itself, apart from the galleries which are inside that, uh, that arts centre. But um, check out uh, that online for Burundera Arts events at uh, worth um, going yeah, along that to. That sounds
0: lovely. Very good. Good things out and about. I,
2: I've, got a, I've got some jokes. Is yes, it please. Or do, what do we week. need to do W-G-U-M-N? What gets up my yes. numbers? <laughs> I'm yeah, trying it to abbreviate Let's Let's that, but do it. it doesn't really I still have sound... to find a joke.
1: <laughs> Not one yet. I'm sure you'll get Aww. one. Um, what gets up your nose, Nicole? you what gets up mine? Yes. If you get one, what gets no, up you yours? No, yes. nothing. Able to find a joke gets up Jacinda's nose. Yeah, that's you? right. <laughs> sure, I'm sure, get one. Um, yes, I know it might be uh, classes. You know, first world all, problems, whatever it might be. But what gets up my nose is when you're overseas and you have gone to the trouble to inform your financial institution that you will be travelling in certain parts of the world. So don't become alarmed if you know someone's trying to access cash from uh, you know Europe or you know, whatever. Well, everything was fine in Britain, but. When when I went to Hamburg um, just over a week ago, Saturday night at the airport, mm-hmm. three automatic teller machines rejected my card. I was beside <gasps> oh, myself. Um, I had informed my oh, financial wow. institution, which remained nameless at this time, uh, but where I was going and what I was doing. I was that time I was going to go into, to England, and to, to Germany, and to Prague, and uh, that was all supposed to be quite kosher. I had a conversation with a woman at the credit union. And, um, you anyway, know, lo and behold, uh, I was in trouble. Fortunately, I was with my friend and... Um, she, uh, as I said, unfortunately I have affluent and generous friends in certain quarters and they were able to assist me but it was mortifying, it was embarrassing, it was humiliating, mm. I was almost in tears and this is something, if it had been my fault, if I hadn't informed my financial institution, well more for men served me right, but I had done the right thing um, and so I'm incredibly angry and I'm actually taking it up, I did actually rectify it some days later because it was a Saturday night in Hamburg, of course the time difference, Sunday in Australia, yeah. you can't do anything about it. So anyway, cut a long story short, I, sh- I did take it up with them and I shall be demanding that they refund some of my transaction fees if not all of them for the extreme um, embarrassment and and, uh, and inconvenience that they calls me so um, a warning if you're going overseas do inform your financial institution but maybe just to be sure inform them twice inform them a while before you're going and inform them again just before you go yeah. make sure they've got it down make sure the person you're speaking to is actually compass mentors and is paying attention <laughs> um, I mean, uh, because otherwise they record anything
2: anywhere that's the thing they just go alright yeah, you know, well, yeah.
1: Say... I had a conversation said, well, so where are you going and blah, 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 blah. I, think, I thought that this, this person was, you know, uh, on, on the level and knew what they were doing, but apparently not. Gee, that, so that, that, is, that, that was – it could have yeah. been potentially disastrous. Yeah, As absolutely. when we travel, we know we're very privileged to travel, but my big fears are A, getting sick and B, running out of money, not necessarily in that order, <laughs> um, or losing money or have, having money stolen mm, um, along with lost course. luggage. So anyway, so that was what got up my nose. But what made my day – was um, we've all had our dramas, possibly with the, the risk of excess baggage at the airport Ooh, when you're coming yes. home. Not to mention emotional baggage, but that <laughs> might be that <laughs> might be some someone <laughs> else. Anyway, that's that's another that's show. Another <laughs> show, yes. 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 Um, but a young fellow told me at the airport when I was coming back, oh, you've got one bag coming through. Someone was coming from Heathrow, back to um, back to Australia after being in Prague. Uh, no, this uh, you're going to have to pay extra for this bag, uh, this that second bag. I said, what do you mean I wasn't charged earlier? Oh, no, you've only just checked in for one, maybe because I was going back with the original airline that I flew with and I'd flown other airlines when I was away. Um, he said, uh, I said, what sort of charge are we talking about? He said, um, 127 pounds. I said, you took about more than 200 Australian dollars." He said, "Yes." I said, "You've got to be kidding." Uh, I said, "I'm not in a position to be coughing up that at the moment." Thank you. And he said, uh, "What you? I'll suggest you try and repack." So that's what I did. <gasps> so that meant oh, uh, I've done sorting done that things before. out. Yes, sorting yeah. things out yeah. on the bench. Looking at you, feeling you know, oh, really very awful. frustrated, stressed. Thank oh. goodness I had a few hours of my sleep. But I thought, I don't know how I'm going to do few this. Clothes on the body. Yeah, another, that was another yeah, trick. Yes, and put them in my. That's print. another yes. trick. Yes, and I didn't even think of it because oh. I was so hot and bothered. Yes. But um, anyway, I managed to squeeze things into this other bag, but I couldn't close it. <laughs> oh, so oh, it, meant it meant it had to go in as cabin luggage. <laughs> oh, no. So and this bag was not designed to be. Another trick: if you're traveling, try and take bags preferably that have wheels on them because that can make life a lot easier. My suitcase did. This bag didn't. Anyway, oh, yeah. a very kind gentleman took pity on me when Aww. I was at the airport in Hong Kong, and I'm literally dragging this bag um, on a strap; it's bursting at the seams. Oh, no. And he said, "Let me help you with this." And he just picked it up, and I was prepared to, uh, you know, uh, swallow my feminist principles and said, "Thank you so much." Yes, and um, anyway, so that made my day. There are there are some kind people out there.
0: there. Are that some is lovely. There. <laughs> it is that really, is lovely. Really oh, nice oh yeah, a bit of a tricky situation to be in. Indeed. Well, I'll, I'll, I might go next, what Mm. gets up my nose Mm. is, and I've been doing this all week last week, and it Annoys me so much. So, you know how you have to call service providers, and you can't just you can't just talk Bring to the human. computer. You can't talk to the robot. You can't do any of that because you really have something very specific. You have to yes, do. It's complicated and it's complicated. So uh. I I always try and call right on the time that they say their service opens. So yes, eight thirty early. So yes. eight thirty one. I'm on the phone to this particular service, and um, I immediately get the recording that says. We are experiencing <laughs> larger than normal web times. Our, they say, It doesn't matter what, what i found out, because I've done this a lot. It mm. doesn't matter when you call. That's yes. just what they play. Standard, That's it. Standard it's standard. Report, and yeah. I'm like, oh, fantastic. Why don't you why don't you let us send you a link and you can talk to the to us on chat or you can talk to the robot, whatever. And so I find myself going, no, I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> like I'm having this conversation. I'm like, please just let me speak to a human. And so I get a little bit frustrated. And and so, and so I've had to do this several times last week oh and it really annoys me. You wait and wait and wait forever. Yes. Once I even got um, – I'd waited already for 12 minutes and then all of a sudden the phone went dead and they cut me off. Oh, so gosh. then I had to go back and do it all again. Yes, yeah, I'm yes. Like, Oh, no, look, it is just – no one will talk to you anymore. The, 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 They're trying to keep the, the public aim at a is, yep. The aim yep. is not to have to have a conversation exactly. with exactly. the public. Yeah, and this is the trouble. I think it's terrible and I wish for the old-fashioned days we could just pick up the phone and have a chat to someone. Indeed. <laughs> um, so that gets up my nose. Um, and uh, what, uh, what makes my day, in fact, is when I go and complain to, you know – Anyone who's around me at the time, um, some friends and work colleagues, they just have a bit of of a laugh and call me a drama queen and go, oh, you'll be right, love, have a cup of tea, (laughs) it'll be fine. I think, oh, yeah, that's all right, I'll just settle down now. But (laughs) hey, sweet, just bring me back. Yes, settle, petal. Settle, petal, settle petal. But really.
1: Mm. Mmm.
2: Well, I I have a suite of things that I'd
0: like to get <laughs> off my chest, but I'll go with one. How long are we got? Because I yes, because <laughs> I'm
2: marking student papers as we speak, and oh, yes. um, and there is a policy on when you get extensions and, uh-huh. and when to actually ask for them. Mm. Um, but it's just 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 you know just me that some you know don't know what that policy is or um ask way beyond the time frame that these uh, are is really? yeah. um, Anyway, that's an aside. But for me, I do a lot of lecturing and consultations online using Zoom. Mm. And Zoom has had the propensity to want to download an update oh, usually when you're in oh the biggest no, rush of all yes. and you might have That's 150 students me. waiting for you oh, yeah. or just one <laughs> client, doesn't matter, doesn't. Um, but now we're going to do the update oh, uh, not yeah. behind the scenes no. um, but right then mm. and then you have to turn your computer off <laughs> and back on again and get all the updates and, and, and tell then a few jokes and then and tell you what money. the updates are and would we like to go through all of that and then you're going through this cycle of yes no no next 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 until you get there anyway thanks zoom for making my life yeah, a little hectic. bit more hectic Stressful. Uh, than than needing to oh so dear. i love it when my technology works don't we all um, i love yes. to te- you know I, I consider myself an early adopter yes but when things do not work i am not <laughs> Yes. I'm not, not happy. Resourceful. You're savvy, so. um, It would be nice uh, to have uh, a help desk right at hand. But uh, when you run your own business, that's a little bit tricky. It Indeed. is a little bit tricky. And it's
0: interesting to note that I think I mentioned on last week's show that the Zoom People have um, were very very helpful during the pandemic. Obviously, when we all had to be on yes. Zoom or something else. Yes. But even the Zoom people now are saying we want people back in the office three oh, days really? a week. Three <laughs> days a week. There's nothing like eye to eye contact and collaboration together. So um, I thought that was quite funny because maybe Zoom. they need it to have, get Ironic. together
2: to work out how complex their updates. Yeah, how are they can and how, mm, they, could how they can simplify their speediate that process.
0: Hey, I've got a joke. Oh, good. Oh, come on! I've all just right. found these. They're, they're, all right, you've got to yeah. laugh, but yeah. um, they may be a little bit well, um, risque. Not risque, <laughs> just a little bit like a dad joke, I guess, right. which is fine. Um, what did one hat say to the other? Tell me. You stay here. I'll go on ahead. Oh, please. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I, I, I seriously love this. I'm okay, I've got. I'm on a roll. Right. There's <laughs> another one here. Um, why did the picture go to jail? Why? Because it was framed. Not <laughs> not. Mm. What do you call a sad cup of coffee? Depresso. Depresso. Oh, <laughs> I could oh, go preso. on, but Please I don't want go. to take up any more time.
1: <laughs> and speaking of that, I've only got one, but it's not a bad one. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. How do you keep a fool in suspense? How do you keep a what? A fool in suspense. Oh. I'll tell you tomorrow. I love it. I love it. I love it. it. (laughs) I've got
2: Why Couldn't the Sunflower Ride Its Bike? Oh, why not? Because it lost its
0: petals. Uh. And with that, (laughs) we're going to give someone else a turn. We'll be back. And we are back with you. We're still laughing at our jokes. Um, we reckon we're pretty good. We could go on to the into the comedy festival. Today. We could mm. on the Melbourne mm. Fringe Festival. Oh, is still with us. Maybe, Maybe a few we're more a bit days. More fringy. I, I think we're more fringy on the fringe. Yeah, exactly. yeah we're on the exactly. fringe of something. Fringe that I'm not element, quite, sure. Not quite <laughs> sure. what it is. But anyway, a little bit of a belly laugh is good for the soul. They say mm-hmm. it is indeed. Indeed, it is. Hey, um,
2: yeah. Hey, what? I was going to say. Speaking of belly laugh. <laughs> I had a really interesting little article. I don't know if you're prepared for this one.
0: Um, I always worry when you say that.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's about foods that could make you gassy. Oh, exactly. That's an important thing. Speaking of belly laughs, <laughs> yeah, that's right. you don't want to belly laugh too hard if you've had a few of these foods. Uh, uh, for some people, yes, <laughs> it is the fibre. <laughs> Beans and lentils are heralded mm. for their fibre and digestion for constipation relief. But for some people... Legumes such as black beans, lentils and, uh, more specifically, legumes are, bu- are abundant in what's called raffinose. Oh,
0: good old
2: raffinose. It t- can be broken down through fermentation by the bacteria in the colon. Mm-hmm. And this fermentation produces Hydrogen carbon dioxide, and methane. Mm. Large components of gas and flatulence. In case of gone with the wind. (laughs) Many people keep their distance from the magical fruit, but the reality is eating more may help reduce the toots. Um, You can also make beans less gassy-provoking by soaking dry beans overnight or rinsing canned beans very well before
0: Easy. oh that's a good tip mm. um mm. we talk a lot about gas in our house now oh, because we have, yeah, baby. have a little, almost one year old the most gorgeous baby in the entire world charlie mm-hmm. from those he, little things. Um, yes. and things? Uh, and he he, he pr- can be prone to being a little bit gassy mm-hmm. at times mm-hmm. and the other thing that we do now that we never used to do mm-hmm. is that all of us all of us adults we're like he smells something and we pick him up and smell his bum and, and then you're like <laughs> What are we doing? Why are we doing that? Always, It's always going to be there. You see, saying, oh my God, is it you again, Charlie? And anyway, sorry. i not blame darling, the dog. But, People we can't do, but dog. you can blame the baby. You know, yes. and yes. babies get are great at just letting it go. They're yes. like, I don't care who's yeah. here yes. or where I am. No. And here comes a bit of gas yes. for <laughs> <laughs> you. No shame. They're very, 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 and very funny. We love it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, the other, the other goodie, um, if I may, I've got a couple, but I'll just do a couple. Um, is the cruciferous veggies. So oh. um, they are the wonderful uh, Brussels sprouts, broccoli, cauliflower, oh, cabbage yes. and kale, which mm-hmm. I love all of those. Yeah, but definitely. they have a gassy reputation, these they guys. They have a gassy reputation. Um, they are high yeah. in what's called FODMAPs, which stands for fermentable oligosaccharides, mm. disaccharides, monosaccharides and polyols. Um, so they have a small amount of indigestible carbohydrate that triggers abdominal symptoms in some people, in many people, uh, especially those with irritable bowel syndrome. Oh, yes. Um, like beans, some cruciferous veggies can- contain raffinose and fructans, two types of what's called oligosaccharides, um, oh. and broadly encourage eating more cruciferous vegetables for health, which is great. Um, but before uh, showing away from the group, you might want to cook them first, um, which could help the fibres be more digestible, leading to fewer farts.
0: Thank
1: <laughs> God. <Do> you <laughs> no feeling so it today, are, are we? No farts. So, as, like, as that's, that's what it to mean, is. It's it's yes, <laughs> yes,
0: you can. join
1: seniors festival in a minute. I love it. <laughs> it. <laughs>
0: Let's Do not call in. That's a good segue. Anyway, if that you, is if beautiful. on a roll. Yes, <laughs> no, no.
2: It just says if, if you're not feeling it, you can switch to other nutrient dense vegetables that are low in FODMAPs and less likely to stimulate gas, such as bok choy, eggplant, lettuce,
0: cucumber, zucchini, and bell peppers, are just a few. Just amazing. Mm. And if you are feeling inclined to be a bit gassy at the moment, we're going to put a song on for you <laughs> and uh, go for your life. It's 15 minutes to six. And 11 minutes to six, Big Life Conversation. Nicole, Barbara, Jacinta with you. Uh, we just heard from Lennon Stella there with um, What the Hell Are We Dying For? Um, Barbara. Yes, Jacinta, I just
1: want to uh, mention a, a couple of things in terms of uh, movies and TV. I know you're a Frasier fan, Jacinta. I'm not sure if yeah, you've yeah. Nicole. Yes. You it's back? Oh, it's back. Oh, I'm yes. streaming, it's oh, streaming. It's streaming. Um, yep. Well, I loved it years ago. Yeah, um, I loved it too. And uh, so well, some of them look looking a tad older, aren't we all? But um, <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'd, love to, I'd love to check it out. I'm a big fan of uh, Kelsey Grammer mm, and Frasier. Yes. L- Didn't it run for about 10 years? or oh, did. It was amazing. It did. Very clever. We
2: dusted off the episodes to show my. Boys, oh because yes! I said, oh, oh, "Oh, this was quite a nice. witty little comedy." Yes, and I sort of set the premise up, and then they said, "What's this Frazier back?" and and I said, "Well, here." And we we watched a few episodes. Did they like- yeah, we went right, right back. Oh to wow, them. to the early you know, days. The oh, Episode one oh, and yes. two. I loved Niles. I
1: think <laughs> no, he was he was yes,
2: kind of, of one of my favourite. Awkward, he and, and Geeky, nerdy, Daphne yeah. Daphne <laughs> and that little interrelationship and before they got together. Yes. Oh, yes. And the
1: wonderful Andy LaPaglia <laughs> <laughs> making an appearance as um, Daphne's <laughs> obnoxious brother, do you remember? Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely oh, hilarious. he's just come off stage wonderful. now from Death of a I'm Big fan of Annie LaPaglia. Yeah, Lappaglia's. he's amazing. The thing with is absolutely appalling uh, with his shocking cognacs. Yes. <laughs> <of his laughs> <laughs> <laughs> as talk about uh, Lager Lout, but he looked like he was really enjoying You don't see Annie Lepalee do comedy very often. He did no. it really brilliantly no, uh, in don't. those days. But yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah. So, so I thought i recommend those that to Frasier fans. Those of you who haven't seen it, get on board because it's um, really, Get on board. Really, really, really You'll be clever. addicted in a good yes. way. And, of course, we love it too because it, it also involves radio people. It does. Yeah, so it you does. can tap into it that is. as well. It's really uh, good. Exactly. Also, um, Every Family Has a Secret. This is um, a series return. Um, oh. Noni Hazelhurst actually, um, oh, uh, comparing. Oh,
0: yes, 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 and it's a bit like
1: this um, Who Do You Think You Are? Or No, it's all meant to be yes. amazing, actually. It is. It looks is. very interesting. It looks good. Um, so that's uh, one worth yeah. checking out. And, mm. of course, the Talent Film Festival still continues, I do believe. Yeah. Um, yep. And coming up soon is the British Film Festival. Ah. So we're hanging out for Ooh, that. Oh, love that. And had to say goodbye, finally, to our dear friend Sir Michael Cain, who's finally decided to hang up his uh, acting boots after the, r- the ripe of age of 90s. So uh, like it's exactly. really time for a little break. Exactly. Time for a Exactly. And so I think that his film is The Great Escaper or, and um, with uh, Glenda Jackson, who sadly died not long yeah. ago. Um, but uh, I think, you know, it, it's been a pretty good thing for him. And, um, yeah, let's hope he'll be around for a while longer. But, he, um, yes, that's his last movie. So it would
0: be good to see that yeah. one. I think that's part of the,
1: the film festival probably having a commercial release, I would imagine.
0: Absolutely. Now, thanks for that, Barbara. All very good. Um, just a couple of little things. From me, uh, New Zealand had a big weekend as well with mm. uh, an election, which mm. I, I think maybe caught some people by surprise. Uh-huh. Um, they have elected a new government. It's Conservative Chris. Christopher Luxon at the head, set to become the country's next prime minister. So very interesting. Um, some reports noting there that this new government is a world away from the Jacinda Ardern mm. era, which seems like a a world away itself. It seems like such a long time exactly. ago. And, of course, her replacement, and I cannot recall his name, but he was hasn't been uh, in the top job for very long. No, he hasn't. That. And um, I think that she was a hard act to follow in a lot of ways, was I she? think so. I well, think she so. was one of a kind. And, yes. um and, but not, not certainly not loved by conservatives. But um, no. but they are back in, so that'll be interesting to see what happens in New Zealand. There, and the way this, this goes
1: in cycles was when I was in England, mm. it was. Um, uh, they're having the uh, Rishi uh, yeah. Sunak, the Prime Minister he was having the uh, the mm. convention of the Conservatives yes. in um, yes. Manchester I do believe it was uh, and then the following week was um, uh, Keir Starmer so Keir Starmer's uh, Labour Party was having their their convention and he, they were riding high on um, the results of the Scottish by-election which Labour romped in so it's familiar yeah. rhetoric it's time for a change after uh, 13 years change. of Conservative disaster um, yeah. uh, I'm quoting from him yes. Um, that's so uh, Yes, that's, not your so swings and roundabouts is interesting to see
0: and what's what's going on in the And other parts doesn't it always happen? Mm-hmm. Um unbelievable. Uh one other thing I want to mention that I only heard this morning and it's National Care National Carer's Week yes, this, this week. And mm-hmm. so it's also um, National
2: Nutrition Week.
0: Ah, I thought it was
2: last week. 15th to the 21st of October. All right. oh, that's a good okay. time.
0: Well, yeah. I was hearing um quite a few incredible stories about people who are caring. For friends, family, and the, you know, the lack of support that they, they yes. get and holding down full time jobs and caring for a number of people. Like, it's extraordinary. Some of the, the stories I was listening to today. Um, so National Carers Week. There
1: you too. Go. Yes, and, and who cares for the carers? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, particularly the young um, kids who've got parents who are unwell. It's a yeah. it's really tough for them. Uh, yeah, that's right. So there,
0: there was a little bit of research that was cited in one of the interviews I listened to, and it was about um, the wellness or lack thereof the general wellness of carers and that it has declined quite significantly yes. over the last one to two years. Mm, exactly. So, um, And of course that has implications for everyone.
1: Exactly, mm. exactly. that's right. Yeah,
2: Absolutely. Um, so the Try for Five is back. I know I mentioned it last yes. week but um, talking about health and wellbeing and obviously the health and wellbeing applies across our carers as mm. well. Yeah, it it does. Does. Um, but yeah. on their yeah, totally. um, website there's some really great uh every cent counts so looking at how you can save money buying your fruit and veggies um how every nutrient counts and some information around that and how every moment counts so looking at you know eating with people that you love yeah. um, and eating alongside and having the social experiences uh and it's got some really great budget friendly tips shopping smart tips on the site, looking at some of the imperfect veggies as well and just telling you to plan ahead and there's even a little competition there where you can win a Vitamix or a three month mm. subscription to Good and Fugly apparently that's the ugly fruit <laughs> Yeah, I love that, but, um, Good and Fugly um, and for, or cute. a $500 Coles gift voucher so, ah, um, nice. There you go, have a look at
0: Try for five. Try
1: for 5. 5. 5. five sounds excellent. And can I quickly mention, um, in terms of some theatre at the moment, if you are looking to uh, have a bit of a laugh, and a bit of fun, Mamma Mia's back. Oh, Bird I don't think I could. Theater. I seriously do not think <laughs> really? I could. Some people are into it. Oh. Some people are not. It, it, it's
0: a good it seems to just, so just come round and round and round. Well, I had my it? my brother
1: uh, Paddy. who's just recently been in Stockholm, and and uh, my sister law Marita. And she's quite an ABBA fan, and she went to some ABBA exhibition apparently just recently. So, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, but anyway, look, it's a feel good, light, fun thing. I did see it some years ago. Um, yeah, also, I've Moulin Rouge it. is back for those oh, of you who are into that Rouge. sort of thing. Yes, yeah, that's, good. So, um, that's quite good. Yeah, some a uh, bit of interesting musical theatre. And Miss Saigon is coming. Ooh. Yes. Wicked is coming that. back. I haven't seen and that. I haven't and Sunset Boulevard is coming back.
0: Oh, I have seen that. Lots of goodies.
2: I was proposed to on the night that I saw Sunset. Oh, no.
0: oh
1: really? Yes. That was quite oh, a quite yes. a performance for the diva, you and Anthur. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. The, the, the
2: performance was good. <laughs> um, it was a brilliant no. Um, but we had a very lovely dinner and a um, had one a night in a hotel. So oh, we sort wow. of all synchronized that. And there was a proposal waiting for me. Yeah.
0: So, um, oh, yeah, it's sounds very romantic. Yeah. what a romantic, very, I love it, yeah. so much. Um, yeah. and, and look, we we haven't mentioned this particular topic, uh, but I do want to give it a mention because you know it, it's it's not a um, something that would bring any of us joy, but more confusion and sadness. And um, talking of the situation in. Um, Palestine and Mm. the Gaza Strip and Israel, obviously. And it, 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 it's just unfathomable. And I was speaking, um, earlier off air, my thoughts are history is meant to teach us lessons Mm. and, you know, we look to the wars that have occurred and we're like, we'll never let that happen again. We never let that happen again, but we, it keeps happening. And it's, it just, what I can't get, and it's not about who's doing what to whom, it's what I can't get my head around is why, why, we feel the only solution to our problems is blowing people up that's right i uh, what the, like what exactly, I, I, exactly can someone explain to me why we mm. are doing this Indeed. i don't know
1: Indeed, mm-hmm. it, no, it is, is tragic. As you said, you seen it basically war is a failure of diplomacy. And it's, uh, yeah, yeah. It's so, and it, it is, and it's, it's it is just, tragic um, for, for all sorts of reasons, all sorts of people. And um, yeah, we don't. And what is terrifying too, I, I guess, I was taking my lucky stars. I wasn't anywhere near the Middle East when I was overseas. Yeah, I would like to go definitely. to those places, but I don't know whether in my lifetime will ever be safe to do so. I know, Nicole, you've been to Egypt. Is that the closest you've been? been? I've been to, to Dubai Airport and Jordan. So okay. we have we
2: been? looked into re- Israel because you can. Actually, yeah. come across the ferry into ah, Jordan and look yes. over and go there. It is, mm-hmm. and it looked like a beautiful beachside location. Yeah, and wanted absolutely. To go and visit That's it. Funny history. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah the history risk, is didn't want to risk
0: it even then. Yeah.
2: No, no, there wasn't exactly. any
0: trouble. No. I, I went to Egypt too on a work trip oh, um, really? on the way back, and yeah, um, yeah it was it was a two thousand seven or eight or something. Oh, we were oh. we advised not to go, but we were oh, over really? there for work and. Yeah. Had, quick trip into Cairo which was amazing mm. but yeah look oh, anyway it's it's I don't know how people face it and and, no, and when we are or what this that
1: really well we're a long way away from it in many ways but I mean obviously we we'll still it, it has an impact on some of the people who live here have got friends and relatives who are absolutely. affected so but many. um we are we're, we're fortunate that we're not directly involved I guess yeah absolutely
0: mm-hmm. and our thoughts uh with Everyone involved, it's just tragic. It is. Um, Next week, guys, I'm going to be away for work, unfortunately, but Mm. uh, we'll have two surprise guests for you. And we will be back Monday, 4 o'clock next week. And right now we're going to go to the news. Primary Perspectives is up next, so stay with us on 3WBC. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye Bye.